You're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Hello, it's me, Eliza Doolittle, and welcome to the Totally Buzz podcast episode. I don't know, I lost count after the first 10. I am Laura. Sounds not that much like Laura. And I am joined by the maestro of the airwaves, Mr. Geordie Joe Root himself, John Squires. Um. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Squiggy? <laughs> this is actually staying in because that was actually perfect. Apart from the fact you forgot to introduce us as the weird and wonderful podcast that tells you stories that you may think are unbelievable but are in fact true from around the web in association with www.totallybuzz.co.uk. So, Squiggy, now that you have opened up your first ever Totally Buzz UK podcast to announce your return after a hiatus, how do you feel? Wow. Well, I was not expecting that. That was just me just, you know, having a little bit of fun. But hey ho, here we are. I'm, I am very good. I enjoyed that. How are you? I'm good. I mean, I'm glad that I know that if I ever need to take a sick day, I've got a host ready to go who has a stellar impression of everything going on and is a big fan of Eliza Doolittle. What can I say? Me and Eliza are like that and I am crossing my fingers, but you can't see that because, you know, we are audio only. Yes, and for the record, for anyone tuning in, it's because Squiggy for ages sort of nicknamed me Eliza Doolittle because he thought I sounded like Eliza Doolittle. Is that literally the reason? There's nothing more. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But as everyone in our friend group thought, we thought he was referring to the, you know, Eliza Doolittle literary character, you know, goes from Cockney to posh speaking, not some random singer that apparently... Of Eliza Doolittle, who also sounds like a Cockney. Yeah, so we honestly thought it was the famous, you know, fiction character turns out it isn't you learn something new every day just like you learn something new every time you listen to this podcast and you know what we like to do on this podcast squiggy we like to get straight to it and i have three weird stories that you know nothing about despite your hosting takeover duties because you can't see what i'm looking at on my screen i'm gonna tell them to you we're gonna exchange some banter people at home will hopefully enjoy the stories that they enjoy the banter and it will be fun and cheer up their mondays you ready to go i was born ready so story one is something we always seem to get when you on a podcast squiggy it's a tinder related story because weirdness happens on tinder and i am on tinder <laughs> you, you, you is, are that you, is that what you're trying to say i'm saying you may have dabbled with the swipe in your finger... i have dab- i have swiped left and right occasionally your one one of your in- fingers is uh more muscular than the rest of you that's actually sounds really no like it's something... just no. stop that part no, there yeah stop to be fair straight that's to the story please yeah. The Daily Mail bring us this story, Squiggy. The headline, play in the field. A woman dubbed the Kickball Cupid has been banned from Tinder for life after using the dating app to recruit members for her Rhode Island team. So Gianna Peccia joined Tinder. She was looking to meet people, but the idea came to her mind in 2021 that the platform could do more than find her a partner. The 30-year-old used the app as a launching platform to meet and interview potential members for her adult kickball league, Club Wacker. During her recruiting journey, Gianna found more than 46 players but her endeavour was somewhat frustrated because Tinder decided to ban her from the platform. Since the ban she's continued to recruit players on other dating apps. She said that although she's very much single she still hopes to find love on the regular Bumble app. So it goes on in the article to say the woman dubbed the kickball uh, Cupid is a maths teacher and everything and she thought about you know she said how dating was a lot of pressure and she wanted to meet people in a more organic way and but then she like I love to meet people in kickball so she thought if I could get all my matches to meet in real life it would be a lot less pressure so she sort of decided to use it to get players for her team she interviewed people based on their personality they'd go to dinner and be like here are people from the league and we would all vibe and if you were interested great if you weren't 
that's fine too. During her recruiting, like I said, she got 46 players, but obviously Tinder banned her because of the, it violated their guidelines uh, regarding corporate recruiting. She said one day she logged in and it said banned for life. For life! Seems a little severe, so that put a huge deterrent in my recruiting. Since the ban, though, she's on such Bumble friend finder, which obviously, you know, you can't, there's two parts of Bumble based on this. There's a friend Three section. parts of Bumble. Oh, three parts. Sorry, Screaky. I don't yeah, want... three. There's friends, love. Friends, obviously love, and hang on, hang on. Nope, I deleted my Bumble account. I can't tell you what the other one is. There is a secret Bumble option number three that Squiggy knows about, but he can't remember. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's like basically like LinkedIn. There's a LinkedIn section. Like, pro- like 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 professional like professional. So you've got like friends, relationships, business. I think, but I might be completely wrong there. Uh, Maybe that's just a, an idea that I probably should have had that you swipe left and right on jobs. Hopefully, this podcast does not drop before you fix the app. That could be a money, and you don't want to be kicking yourself. Where did you lose your yeah. multi-million pound idea on a podcast? when I was talking about Tinder. Yeah. Anyway, she said that she was inspired to bring more people to her team to bring kickball because it was instrumental in helping her, helping her cope with... Ugh, helping her cope with social anxiety. She was invited to join by a friend and suffered a panic attack during her first run in the field, which left her feeling upset. And anyway, she sort of turned it around and she said how her anxiety has now improved dramatically, you know, from the team activity and socialising so much and playing kickball. Yes, Squiggy. Uh, ever been recruited on Tinder into a cult, a team? Anything oh, I'm, in many, I'm in many cults because of Tinder. But I actually do think that's a really good idea. As someone who plays a team sport where we often struggle... Where you're a captain. To get a full, to get, where we often struggle to get a full set of players out. Having, like, being able to do something like that is actually... It's actually quite cool. It's weird. It's wonderful. But yeah, it's a bit it's a bit strange that she got banned because Well you can surely... see why she got banned because I can, but surely Tinder there... won't know what unless she's been getting reported by loads of people on Tinder. You know, at the end of the day she's made a profile, she's getting matches, she's going on I'm not gonna say dates, she's going on gatherings with these matches, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I do. really she's not she's not like she's probably breaching some random it's Tinder not, term. It's not terms like conditions false because she is going on dinner with them, so I assume if there was a romantic spark she wouldn't just continue the hard sell of please join my kickball yeah. team. She'd be like, let's go on another date. By the way, I'm really into kickball and it would be great if you come along. Like it Yeah. It's not like she was shutting things down. I guess it's argued whether she was swiping on people and she wasn't interested in them at all, or the person that she went on the date with or got felt like that's what it was. Because obviously yeah. there's probably a lot of like bots and scammy people who like pretend to like people. Oh, there's a there's people. a lot of there's a lot of bots on Tinder. I guess a lot of them. I can see why she broke the terms if you know what i mean but i can see how if you investigated the case a bit more you might be like but i guess it's easier yeah. to have a no-nonsense policy especially especially when like if i'm swiping through tinder so you'll get you know you'll get loads of legit profiles and then you'll get one like basically prostitution for rent oh for rent it's, <laughs> sorry well, you, it's for rent you know what i mean i'm gonna return my services after you. yes well you know you know what i mean like escorts and everything like that so so for Tinder to sort of ban her, but not stop them, it's a bit, yeah, good one, Tinder. But I think it's a brilliant idea if you want to find, basically, this is going to go into my idea that you should have basically a Tinder-like thing for a lot of situations. So Social do you know Black? Do you know Black Mirror? I, I'm familiar Where with the TV had... show that tries to so scare it's... people away from technology, not like where do, you're going but do, with this. But do, you remember, but do you remember the episode? I think it was possibly, was it the first episode of one of the seasons? I can't remember which one it was, but basically where your social rating was based on whether people swipe left or right on oh, you. Oh, yeah. Different um, Dallas Howard or uh, from the Jurassic World movies, isn't it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iconic episode, and it's, Black Mirror. And it's just stuff like, 
like that, but instead of obviously doing it like that, oh, we need to find some cricket players. You put on your batting average, your bowling average, and then <laughs> as a, you can have a club account which you log into and you can see all these players. You can swipe left or right on them and they can see the club. Let's swipe left or right skills, on them. Squiggy, why am I not seeing a demo of this? Action? I just I just think it's a great idea. And you, but you know, you could do it for other things, not just that, you know, restaurants, they put their menu up, you swipe left or right on the menus, it different seems... restaurants come up and obviously restaurants can pay for promotions and everything. It's also the kind of stuff like if you needed a fourth for something. I don't know why, it's axe thrones in my head because someone keeps sending me TikToks of axe videos, which actually sounds creepier than it is. It's it's related to something else. It's not <laughs> someone's just sending me throwing an axe. Yeah. So who's really good at beheading people's axe? Right, let's yeah. get the Tinder and find out. Yeah, but you know what? Say you needed, like, um, you went bowling and there's, like, four for the price. Or you get discounted, you've got four players and you're in the yeah. area, but there's only three of you. It could be like a, hey. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm a bit too socially awkward to, like, yeah, to meet find someone. someone. I'm, yeah, I'm also just to a save a couple suspicious. of quid. I'd rather pay the extra quid. I'm a bit suspicious that I might have invited a serial killer or a potential axe yeah. man. You imagine he's too good with an axe if you enjoy, invite him, someone yeah. to join axe fire and you're just looking at him the whole like... Mm, Bullseye every time. Yeah, you're just oh, like, oh shit. Well. I've invited a murderer to our group and, yeah. and then given him an axe. At yeah. this point, is it really a crime if he throws the axe at me or have I literally given him permission? <laughs> by, ac- by accident. Hey, see, there's that Geordie charm. I was going to say, <laughs> why, why you were saying what it was a good idea and i was reading more you know going through it again this story because i do pre-read the weird stories i didn't realize it's kind of like how we met but without the romantic element yeah you keep telling yourself that laura yeah that's how (laughs) we met yeah in the sense that we started talking because I needed to sell you a forum. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so basically, yes. my kickball team was the forum equivalent. So I basically was like, hey, you, you were thinking, wow, a potential friend here. We've got Nintendo in common and other video games. And I'm like, dude, just sign up for the forum. And then you yeah. and you continued talking to me. And I'm like, can't be rude. And now look at us. Over wow. a decade later. Wow. And now I don't get paid to sit here and listen to you talk. I know. You do me. it voluntarily. How's that feel? Yeah. If anything, you've now got inside on all my pyramid schemes. Totally Buzz is just just a number four in yeah. disguise so basically yeah. i've got you on the ground floor now you're you're on the side of the cellar come join our pyramid scheme everyone i feel it's like now totally is this a cult am i just a walking cult <laughs> pretty much yeah oh yeah. no i was gonna say the other thing so obviously you think it's a great idea i was gonna say would you have been upset if she did this to you because that's the only flip side as a guy who used tinder and has the gap navigated it and obviously had to deal with i'm gonna assume if they're fair few of horrible people or just ghosts yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, both both yeah but yeah. on that sense if it turned out they had just added you to recruit you to it like they had a whole combat and then it was like join my kickball team would you have taken that like oh fuck this person could you see why she probably got reported by it yeah dating, dating apps are weird as in you'll get people who want something really serious people who just want a little bit of fun and then someone who wants you to join a kickball team and if you're the one who's going for like something serious and like you go on a date with them it's like oh by the way do you want to join my kickball team? That's the only reason I invited you here. You'd be a bit, you'd be a bit, you'd be a bit pissed off. There I'm not going to lie. There is one thing else I want to touch on with this story. Because I don't know about you. How familiar are you with kickball? Because I just think of Recess, the Disney cartoon, and I've got no other level of kickball. That's all I thought kickball was. Yeah, it's the thing in Recess. As in, as in round, 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 like, rounders, but you kick the ball instead of hitting it with a bat. Yeah, I didn't know it was so popular in some areas. This is in yeah, the UK. Yeah. This is in like Canada, so I'm assuming in Canada, America. So yeah, so I'm staying off Tinder when I go to America until I get recruited for a kickball team. 
let's be honest, you'd love to be on a kickball team because you love recess as well. You would love to be considered yeah. the TJ of the group. I could, I can kick a ball far. I've got big feet, remember? You've also easily break your ankle, so I'm pretty sure you might end up with a broken foot, so you might not make the cut. Yeah, that's true. Any first thing I get on Tinder, have you got any sporting injuries uh, yeah. around your feet or your ankles? That's literally. And I was like, yeah, I fractured an ankle. Unmatch. I love the idea. That's literally what I would say if you said, "What's Squiggy's most notable injury?" I don't know, when he broke his ankle from simply playing football or twisted his ankle or just generally. It was always his ankle. I don't know how he plays football, but I don't think he does it correctly. That or he's got the Gareth Bale of Ailes ankle syndrome going around. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Maybe kickball is... But, in, but enough enough about my ankle and crushing my hopes and dreams on both Tinder and kickball. Let's move to story two, shall we? Because this one yes. is not going to be sporting related, so you can, you know, protect the ankles. Come so, give it a rest. This comes from ITV, and it's about Vogue magazine. So it's going to show your fashion side here, Squiggy, because I know how you're a big Vogue man. Oh, I'm a, I'm a fashionista. You're always striking strike a pose, Vogue style. Madonna, fashion, all the Vogues. Anyway, the headline on this is, Vogue magazine backs down after threatening to sue historic Cornish pub with the same name. So basically, the fashion giant magazine, I feel like if you had to name a fashion magazine, you'd name Vogue because it's the most iconic, famous, and they have so many crossover. Like, it's the legendary Vogue magazine. I don't know what you want from me on this. But basically, they were threatening legal action against a pub because of a similar name. So the owner of Vogue magazine said a cease and desist letter to the Star Inn at Vogue, which is named after the local hamlet. The letter asked the landlords, Mark and Rachel Graham, to stop using the name of the Cornish hamlet because it might confuse readers. But after Mark sent a letter in reply, pointing out the pub is more than 200 years older and the village is even older than that, the global media company backed down. So Mark explained to ITV News that he was never going to change the name of the pub. He said, this is always too much of a case of the big boys trying to stomp on the little boys. And as soon as I realised what they were trying to do, I went, you're not having me, my handsome. He continued, we were contemplating taking them to court to get them to cease and desist from using the name of our village for the use of their magazine. Or might we might even have our own fashion week in Vogue. Might call it Vogue Fashion Week. <laughs> so, because that's the area. <laughs> But um, a second letter that came from Vogue basically said, we're grateful for your response. We've learned more about your business in the beautiful part of the country. I'm sure you appreciate why we regularly monitor the use of the name Vogue, including the company's house, which was how we got alerted. You are correct. To note that further research by our team would have identified that we did not need to send a letter on this occasion. Everyone wishes you, everyone the best, and even like congratulated them on an upcoming themed American night because obviously they'd looked into what they were doing. So, but he did say when he got the letter about the back and down, he was just like happy because you don't want the concern. But he did point out that in the modern day and age, someone couldn't be bothered to go on Google and see that Vogue is a Cornish hamlet that's been there for hundreds of years. It seems common sense they've taken a backseat on this one. Any thoughts on this, Squiggy? Do you, did you know about Vogue being a Cornish, Cornish hamlet? Do you think that I the magazine probably should have Googled it, know, though? But I feel like they should. I think there's been cases of this happening with other brands or other brands have tried to copyright their, their name, even though it's just a, a basic thing, if you know what I mean. Like, for example, Apple trying to copyright Apple. It and say no one's allowed to use Apple. It was Apple with the Beatles as well, isn't it? Their yeah. production, it was like yeah. still they still pay royalties and stuff and that. It's stuff, it's stuff like that. I think there's another one, another one recently, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Well, I remember uh, it was going a few years back, but basically Kylie Jenner, <laughs> literally this is showing Laura's celebrity knowledge here. Kylie Jenner tried to trademark the name Kylie to do with her makeup brand and stuff. Obviously, yeah. big success. But obviously, she's not the only famous Kylie in the world because Kylie Minogue then sort of contested it because, you know, hello. Yeah. If some people, if you said Kylie, I reckon it'd be maybe your age demographic 
traffic and stuff like that, you probably would have quite a fair split between who's the first Kylie that comes to mind. Yeah. Obviously I mean, when you said Kylie, I, I started seeing Kanye out of my head. So So you were, you were pretty much going... I'm in Camp, I'm in camp Minogue. Camp Minogue. So. To be fair, it always reminds me of um, a Coronation Street joke <laughs> when I watch Coronation Street. So this go back, where they were like trying to say that you either find Kylie... This is as a guy. You either find Kylie attractive or fabulous and that determines which team you're on if you get my drift that was the joke in coronation street it's always stuck with me i don't know why because wow. it was wow. such a bad joke i've just googled other it things. is a pretty bad joke i've just googled I'm other try- famous kylie's and i'm like i'm struggling yeah i couldn't tell you any more famous kylie's but yeah the vogue the vogue one is it is a case of big company gonna be big company and just be like that that's our brand name it's like no it's actually a name of something else do you appreciate it is it is like it is it is a bit like I'm not going to use Apple again, but the phone network that used to be Orange, or like even O2, going, we're trademarking O2, and it's like, no, you can't trademark Oxygen. Could you imagine if they got that through, though? Then every time a scientist went, Oxygen, excuse me, excuse me. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, every chemical formula has to be changed because of O2, because of the company or two something like that in my in my yeah. head they're sending sean bean around to inform people because he didn't do the o2 rounds for ages i think he did yeah yeah that's what yeah. it's going around but i was gonna say in terms of like how polite would you feel the pressure because i feel like this in and this guy i even like the fact he called them my handsome like very cornish it is like explaining yeah. a bit do you not feel like it's such a cool thing that he didn't even flinch didn't even flinch when he got a letter because I feel I would get if I got a terrifying letter from a big company like that, I'd be a bit like maybe I yeah. am in the wrong. Yeah, I think I probably would as well. But then I suppose he probably knew, and he probably knew what he'd named the pub after. So when they came calling, he was like, "Actually, hang on, like this is named after this. You're wrong," sort of thing. So it, it's one of them. Yeah, but... I think if he'd called it like Vogue at Vogue and you know what I mean they might be like you need to change the name that isn't just saying your location but the star yeah. in because I saw it first and I'm like I don't know what Vogue's problem is with the star in it was only when I was like the small print oh it's because it's Vogue okay it's the area okay that's really confusing because I was like why have they got an issue with star in but uh, yeah I was gonna say that it was good that little man you know stood up won and they backed little up little man signs up to big company and that's you know that's the type of story that I find is weird because obviously it's just weird to think that a, such a big powerful company like Vogue would even consider a fret threatened by a Cornish Inn because this is yeah. the other thing I know it's the same name and there's like crossovers like we've had cases before where like you said people use same names and there's loads of little things like that but you wouldn't think oh my god someone goes to this stay in this inn and it's awful and they're like wow this makes me think differently about the fashion magazine yeah they can imagine the TripAdvisor review had a terrible stay never buying Vogue magazine ever again yeah or you know when Madonna sung about Vogue she really missold this place like what do you think was like it's how yeah. connection I feel like they really insult people's intelligence to some degree. Like, obviously, there's some cases where you're like, you know, like the cheaper chains of shops, you'll see star like Starbucks, but you'll see like Bucks spelt differently or Star Beans or yeah. some twist on it where you're like, I see. And they're using similar colors and logos. You're like, I understand why you, this you feel might be uh, potentially because, you know, they're in your business doing your same trade and stuff. But yeah, maybe not tiny in and you're in yeah. the fashion market. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. Yeah. Like if there was Vogue spelled differently, 
coming up with a fashion magazine, then maybe I'd have a, you know, there's an argument there. But for a, an inn in, Cornwall. where was it again? Cornwall. Yeah. See, I've even forgot where it is. That's how little they are. <laughs> so to be fair, you are quite northern and Cornwall is quite far. Have you ever been to Cornwall? Have you ever got that far? No. And that'd be why I've been to Cornwall, Land's End. Lovely. Lovely place, Cornwall. Lovely. Never been. Well, if you ever go, I know a hamlet and an inn you could stay at now. And I'll take a copy of Vogue magazine. Oh, imagine read. you rock up just with like a bundle of Vogue. You'd be, they're staring at you like they've sent a mole oh, a spy. They said they'd stop, but here he is. Why I like... He's even doing a fake Northern accent. Anyway, that is me. Anyway, what a fake Northern accent. Anyway, yeah. we're going to move on to the third and final weird story. And we can't, you know, have a podcast of the Totally Buzz UK. We can't do an episode without an American-based story. Because, let's be honest, weird shit happens there all the time. And you're going to like this, Squiggy. Because this comes from the Wichita Eagle, which is also Kansas.com. So, the headline, Johnny Cash Muriel is leaking from a crude spot after Arkansas water tower gets shot so an arkansas tower is up uh town an arkansas town an arkansas town is upset after someone shot a hole in their water tower in a very specific and unfortunate location the water tower in kingsland the birthplace of johnny cash bears a painted silhouette of the famous man in black but an unknown person recently took careful aim at cash's crotch and pulled the trigger the mur- Muriel is now leaking from said spot, yeah. So the population of Kingsley is around 400 people, 72 miles south of Little Rock. But uh, the water ma- office manager explained that it's going to take a, a, quite a week or so to fix damage. But she saw the leak that when she went to the, to the office early morning, but assumed it was just an overflow. Then it's sunrise and the cold light day revealed the work of the vandal. So basically it looks like it's peeing. But... Kings had spent almost $300,000 last year improving that water tower. So they put, someone here knows who did this. I hope they come forward and turn the vandal in. It's terrible. If they find out who they who they need to give them the max punishment, it's people's livelihood. It's a water source. While not condoning the vandalism, some felt the perpetrator displayed a certain degree of creativity because someone said shouldn't have done it, but as far as creativity goes, it's first class. And like someone saying it's not funny and stuff like that. It isn't funny, but then again, what a shot. If you're going to like damage a water tower and be an absolute menace, I guess this is the way to go out like a hero. When you need a hero. Well, I think it's a bit <laughs> shitty that... Nice. I think it's a bit shitty that obviously you damage a water tower because water tower is quite important. But yeah, to do it so it makes it look like Johnny Cash is peeing sort of thing. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's hard because you want to find it funny. I get why they're very upset, but at the same yeah. time... If you, like... weren't, if you weren't from the town, you probably would find it funny. But if you're from the town that needs that water supply, because a lot of towns in America actually use, obviously, like the water towers as their water supplies. Yeah. It's not just... It's not just for show. Water it's not... like we have. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit, obviously, rubbishy for them. But it's hilarious if you're out, if you're out of that uh, town or state or whatever. I was going to say, have you ever seen any funny vandalism or graffiti around? Because I was going to say, I've seen stuff in toilets but that sounds really bad but they're like in london i swear there's graffiti everywhere there is there was some graffiti in a toilet about um there used to be like a post on the back of the toilet door so it like stand up for coat you know like wear a mask like covid stuff yeah but someone to put wear a mask only if you believe that you should be restricted and i just found it hilarious because it was written in marker and i was like why why did you think this was the place to do your protest yeah it's so when i sometimes when i go for a run i run past an nhs office and there's loads of um, 
stuff being put on like the bins on the running track well not the running track but the way I run along the track uh, basically saying COVID fake vaccines fake and it's like this is right next to an NHS building I mean that's probably where they think it's the target audience to be like you yeah. people believe and all this stuff and <laughs> yeah I, I think around a city near me there is basically uh, the ghost from Mario Boo I've always found that uh-huh. weird graffiti I don't know if that's any represents any club gang of I have no affiliation to them and I, I just don't want to but I would have like why is there loads of Nintendo ghosts around graffitied? Someone, I wondered if it's like something, the only thing they could do in graffiti or draw well. So they were like, I'm just going to do the ghost to commit to yeah. it. Yeah. There's cause... loads of space invaders around on streets in Newcastle, but I'm not sure if it's graffiti or if it's actually classed as wall art, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I do. I love the fact you're like, I don't know if this is officially sanctioned, so it's not graffiti. It's, yeah. it's art. It's kind of like, it's Picasso. I like it. So. Yeah. But there's also, there's also the one where people like, do you know when you have the inspirational posters and stuff like billboards? and people just write next to it no yes pretty much like how yeah. can the, your country help you and then someone will write underneath it can't I've seen yeah. like them sort of things vote whichever party the next to it no there was like some scheme ages ago I think it's the guy to do with what culture I could be wrong so there was some scheme of some guy who was like I need a job hire me now and it was like a f- advertiser and he rented out a proper billboard for it and stuff which looks fake but yeah obviously you're from Newcastle this isn't going to shock any listener because your accent hides it so well no like this place is known for Johnny Cash I'd say Newcastle I think of Alan Shearer instantly and you have obviously have, I'm going to assume murals are in around the town I know you have an Alan statue. Shearer statue yeah. yeah do you not have artwork around do I've not seen it oh because you know what I mean you're a big football you live in a very big footballing city and it's like when I know Liverpool win stuff I'm always seeing artwork of Trent Alexander-Arnold on walls and stuff like that so I'm just curious I'm not, I'm not sure if they put I don't know if this is actually true but I think they were going to put one on the side of the pub right next to St James's Park and I'm pretty sure it might it might be fake but someone might have photoshopped Joe Linton on the side of it. <laughs> you gotta go check that now. But I'm gonna but I I walked past it to go to the match. So, so yeah, I'll have a look. If you could double check that, because I wanna know if Big Joe's getting the uh, artwork treatment in Newcastle, because he deserves it. Yeah. We're all big yeah. fans of Big Joe because someone likes to sing his chant to the point where I sing it at work in my head. And I'm like, why am I singing this? He's not associated with me, but he did cost only 40 million. Big if anyone wants to know what that chant is, feel free to tweet me at John J. Squires. I Twitter. love the idea. Someone's like, tell us the chant. Tell us the chant. What I was going to say. I can see why they're angry, though, because you don't want to pay out. But it's weird. It's wonderful. And maybe the idea of him leaking is cheering you all up, listening to it, which there is a video of it. And you can see that video by going f- on to www.totallybuzz.co.uk, seeing the companion piece for this, and seeing the video yourself how great is that it's fantastic fully fully thoroughly recommend it it is great the picture that you can see just like these ads don't forget to rate us five stars on apple podcasts you may know him from the podcasts you may know him from twitter but did you know that you can also follow squiggy at twitch.tv slash squiggy plays for all your gaming content use the hashtag tboa to join the conversation do you use the Good Pods app? Find the Totally Buzzed UK podcast on there today and help us climb the charts. Just how many red cards will Laura rack up in FIFA 22 Pro Clubs this season? Double digits? Triple digits? The elusive thousand? Follow Totally Buzzed on Twitch at www.twitch.tv slash totallybuzzed. So you're listening on Google Podcasts. Hit subscribe on the Totally Buzzed UK podcast to keep up to date with your weird and wonderful fix. 
Team Sancho's Nachos, Team Relegated Niles, Team Man United have been the early frontrunners in the Totally Buzzed FPL League. Can you dethrone them? Check out www.totallybuzzed.co.uk And we're back from the ads. Squeaky there with the countdown theme for no reason. Little little early on my recording. That was like the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when the lights go down. Oh, is that what that, that was? More horrible yeah. what it was, yeah. That's yeah. true. But for copyright reasons, I, I don't know what he's referring to, and it was a completely random assortment of noises. Yeah, com- yeah, just me just making weird noises down the microphone. Just having yeah. a little bit of a breakdown. It happens from time yeah. to time. However, yeah. you know what's going to cure your breakdown, Squiggy? It's time for What the Buzz, which is your exclusive segment where you tell the people listening, oh, and me, because you never tell me ahead of time, a weird nope. fact that will blow my mind and make me say, what the buzz? So what have you got for us this week? What the? Oh, I thought, you know, we're getting to, we're getting to summertime. People are going on holiday. The weather, the weather's heating up a little bit. Well, if you're not going to the UK, the weather's heating up a little bit and it's sunny. So people might be going to Paris, the city of love, you know, and going to see the Le, Le Tour Eiffel, the Eiffel Tower. It and makes people it even who better that you're gone. doing French words in a Geordie accent. I didn't know this was a thing <laughs> till now, but continue. And people who may have gone sort of in winter and have seen the Eiffel Tower, and they might be now going in the summer, and they might be looking at that Eiffel Tower going, yeah, mate, that tower looks a little bit taller now. And you'd be going, nah, nah, no chance. But did you know that during the summer, the Eiffel Tower can be 15 centimetres taller than in the winter, which is due to thermal expansion. Basically, the iron, which is what the Eiffel Tower is built up, built of, it heats up, and the particles inside the iron gain the kinetic energy, and they take up more space, which is why it has to expand. So when you look at that tower in summer, and you go, that tower looks a little bit taller compared to the other buildings, you might just be right. That's insane. That's, generally, that has made me think, because I was like, when did I see the Eiffel Tower? And I was like, it was summer. It looked tall, but then I was really little when I saw it, so... <laughs> So it, it might have been fifty. It might. It might have only been five centimeters taller. It might have been fifteen. It depends on how hot it is. That's insane. So. That's just an amazing thing. I just, you know, you know, when people are like, why do people become architects and stuff? I feel like it's facts like this that sucking them in. Because <laughs> it's that that sort of like, oh my god, that's amazing. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. It's the same with like um those Japanese buildings that are built sort of so they move with earthquakes. You know, like the rubble. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. That's what it makes me think of. And yeah, I yeah. mean, that's what architecture is really cool. cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, get an education, kids. Become architects. It's 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 stuff like because if you live in a house and like you might find the doors are tighter in the summer because they expand a little bit, but obviously not up to fifteen centimeters. So when I saw that for the Eiffel Tower, I was like, hang on, quite a bit. That's a that's a ruler. That's a ruler. That's a ruler oh. of height. Like imagine imagine someone standing at the top of the Eiffel Tower holding a ruler on top of it. That's how much it goes up by. That's that's beautiful. Have you seen the Eiffel Tower in person? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it in. It was March time I saw it. I was going to say, because I felt feel like you probably did the same thing as me and was at Disneyland Paris. Of course. Yeah, of course. We were at there once again, not at the same time. And I wasn't no. there selling stuff. It would have been weird because I think I was like six or seven. So that would have been very weird if you were there. Yeah. You know, I mean, to be fair. Oh, join, my, join my forum. You could have been. You could have been there going, oh, I love Mickey Mouse. And like, who the hell is this kid? He's trying to be in the <laughs> no, Mickey I was, Mouse. I wasn't there when I was six or seven. So it's fine. Oh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We did not yeah. breathe the Paris air together. But you have taught me an interesting fact about the Eiffel Tower. And that is what I'm here for. This is what this segment's all about. It is. Weird, interesting facts and a bit of education at the same time. Honestly, we said about learning something new every day with this every day. And then we said about this podcast being able to teach people new things. I mean, that generally has. I, 
actually made me think what the buzz and think how the fuck did I not know this? This feels like something that I should know. My mind's a little blown by this. But Scree, have you had a you, good time? You are very welcome. I've you, had a great time. Do you feel happier? Brilliant time. I feel, you, you know what? I, f- I feel fantastic. You know what? I hope the listeners do too. And you know what they can do? Come back again next Monday at 7am for a brand new episode with who knows which co-host because I like playing co-host roulette at the moment like I'm Pep Guardiola having a breakdown at four in the morning. Even, even we don't know who's going to be on which episode of the podcast. Which is pretty much like the Man City squad with Pep Guardiola. You know how the, you know yeah. what? I'm just gone for I'm the Pep of podcasts. I'm going to try and make this we're all just We're all just sat there. It's, it's like Elimination Chamber when the lights go around you in your little pot in your little pod in the chamber. We don't know which one is going to be on that week. And sometimes I hit, me. I hit the it light on Tommy. the pod and it's empty. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh no, I'll have to hit the switch again. And it could be Kaylee, but no, it'll, it'll be it'll be number one. Number one co-host. Oh, see, now if you're not on next week, you're going to make me feel awful. And the listeners are all going to know and be like, out. Maybe I'm saying next Maybe I'm saying next week is the number one co-host. Maybe I'm being nice about Kaylee or Tommy. That would be a change of pace. A change, man. A change, man. He's come, change, back man. His, he's come back from his hiatus and this podcast has made him so happy. He's now all about peace and love. Anyway, yeah. we've been the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Do follow us and rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. That's Spotify, Google, Anchor, everything in between, Overcast. Raincast. There's loads of ones with the word cast in that we're apparently on forecast. that I get notification no, no, on. Forecast. The podcast cast casts. I don't know. <laughs> It'll probably be a new one. Cast reel. Cast. Oh, who knows? But you know what you're listening to us on. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Follow us on Twitter at Totally Buzz UK. Follow us on Twitch at Totally Buzz. YouTube Totally Buzz UK. Literally Google us. That's probably also great. You'll probably find we have stuff that I didn't even know about at this point. But also, Squiggy, what do you want to plug? As well as following Totally Buzz, you can follow me on instagram and twitter at john j squires you can follow me on twitch.tv slash squiggy players and also twitter and instagram of the same which is squiggy players and youtube.com slash john squires you know so find me on tiktok but I can't remember what my TikTok username is, so I'll come back to you with that one in the next episode. But I will say, when Squires finds the TikTok, I let him tweet on Totally Buzz UK. I say let him, he has the password. He can tweet out his TikTok details. I can, I can, do, I can take over Totally Buzzed. He can. He can, he can do that regularly. And then he can advertise the fact that there are videos of me on his TikTok. And by videos of me, videos I didn't know of me, and I was just scrolling. And I'm like, wait, that's my voice. What? And then I was very yeah. confused, but I pick it up. There's no TikTok. actual videos of Laura on my TikTok. No, my voice is in them, which yes. I'm counting as videos of me. Not like, I didn't mean it like you were hiding in a bush or hiding on the Eiffel no. Tower with that extra 15 centimetres getting a good view <laughs> of the area. That's not what I was implying. Anyway, we got to sign off now. We've been a Totally Buzz UK podcast. Ciao. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.